conspiracies and beyond. So we just figured we're going to talk about something since we want to get a show out tomorrow. Seamus can't join us. Jedi can't join us. Jedi's going through a tough time. A friend of mine, we're both drivers. I don't know if I told you about this at my job. He's 48 years old and he dropped dead last week. Oh, no, I did not know that. That's awful. Jesus, 48. Yeah, 48 years Ugh. old. And yeah, his, his wake was yesterday. And I don't know about you. I, that's my biggest phobia. Do you have any phobias? I know no one likes wakes, but I really, really can't stand it. I have anxiety. It's weird. I went to like five wakes, not during COVID, but in the months before COVID, uh, two old people and two young people, a buddy of mine, he committed suicide. That was, that was a weird thing to deal with. Um, yeah. I go to them and I don't, I try not to like, I'll pass by the body quick. And then yeah. I go, yeah, I don't like that. That's a weird, that's a weird tradition that we do as humans. Well, that's what I was going to say. Whoever thought of this, I mean, not only is it weird, it's complete torture for the family. Yeah. I mean, say you die, I believe he died on a Friday, right? So the family has to suffer the entire weekend. And then to me, I think one of the worst things must be going through the pictures and the photo albums to put up. That must just be the saddest thing in the world. And then you finally have a wake and the body is out there, which is just so odd for everyone to look at. And then you finally get through that night and the next day you have to bury him. It's a week of just barbaric. Yeah, it's a, it's a very unnatural and, and odd thing. And I mean, other animals don't do that. Like in nature, like that's not a thing. They don't like prop up a body and sit around and like look at it for like that's that is a weird it's a weird, bizarre thing that we do. And at least in most situations, right? There's got to be some ritual performed for whatever one's faith is and the belief in whatever the afterlife might be. There's got to be some step taken before we can send you off. I always feel like, you know, you go to a wake and it's, you know, I, I it might uh, being a, an Italian uh, 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 and, and Portuguese, I mean, our our wakes are... Again, you kind of go in, you see the body, and then everybody kind of hits in the back, and you start telling stories about the person, and, and there's a lot of jokes and laughing. We do it more like it's a celebration of of the person and not like a – because, again, it's so – they're in the room, just, you know, dead. I know. And then to see the family members, and especially if you see a mother, that's the saddest to me, knowing her child has died. Did I? I don't know if I ever told you this story, and and you and I have, have talked about this. I found out my daughter was on the autism spectrum the day before I hosted a golf tournament for one of the Sandy Hook families. Right. And an amazing turnout sold out both golf courses, which was pretty incredible. And uh, the dad said to me, this is all thanks to you. And I was like, oh, no, I was like, you, you took the worst tragedy of all time. And I just helped spread the word or what, like, stop. And he was like, right. do you want to meet my wife? And the thought of my daughter and, you know, whatever she's going to have to do as far as dealing with autism, like that was on my mind until I walked up to this woman whose child was shot with a semi-automatic right. weapon in the head. And all of a sudden I kind of felt like a dick. Like, what do yeah. I feel bad for? Like, my kid's going to have some struggles. She's amazing. She's alive. And I don't know that I could do what those people have done and gone through and turned it into 
again, like a celebration of her life. And it all goes to fund uh, the Catherine Violet Hubbard Foundation. It's a animal sanctuary in Connecticut was something that 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 little girl was super interested in. I think that's a, a, a beautiful thing. That's to me better, like doing something like that than putting a body on display for people to look at. Yeah, like, I, I totally like the agree. idea of like, let's let's do this cause for these people like that. I dig like that's a nice tribute to a to a like a statue, even like they used to do yeah. back in the day. But I don't know. The even now, like when they when when like a John McCain, I think was a good one. Like lying in state, like yeah. just for just a couple of days, just eh, leave him out there. <laughs> yeah, like it. you see that with like the Pope or, or people yeah. like that, right? Like days on end. I don't know. The um, uh, the Queen of England's husband was like a hundred and nine when he died. Imagine they, really? they left that guy. Oh, yeah. yeah, they left that guy out for like a couple of days. I don't know. It <laughs> could not have been pleasant. What do you think happens after? Do you believe in something after? I grew up Roman Catholic. I was certain there was God, and then I read the Bible, and none of that's in there. So, you know, most of what we think of heaven and hell has been just sort of whatever your local priest makes up or whatever yeah, exactly. your family believes it is. There's really there's no mention of it like that as that's what's happening. So I, so here's the other thing I struggle with Todd, the idea of what's a soul. And and if we have a soul, the the dogs have souls, the squirrels have souls, the ants, mosquitoes, then like, what's, where would these souls be? But now my brother is an EMT and he's had people die in his arms, Todd. And he's a smart guy. He's a guy I'd love and respect a lot. And my brother believes there's a creator of some sort, not like a up in your business God, but a, a a person who created all of this. And he said he's literally seen the soul leave someone's body. And I don't know what that means because I haven't seen it myself. Yeah. But I don't know. I struggle with it because, and I've tried to live my life probably for the last 20 years with the idea that this is it. I'm going to, be the best person I could be and and enjoy my time here for as long as I can. Cause the other thing, you know, I, we've talked, you kind of know, uh, I I'm a weird person. I'm fascinated with the origins uh, and how long the universe has been around. And the idea that, you know, I'm 46, that is like a fraction of a, oh, yeah. of a thought of a blip in the time. And the 3 million billion years from now, I won't even have mattered. Like, that's insane that this thing is just, and I think about the universe sometimes. And I don't think, I don't think people really think about like, we're spinning and rotating as we're hurtling through space and time as a universe. And that is so weird to me. This whole thing is so weird. Yeah. And I hate thinking about it because then I really I go off the deep end a little bit, you know? Yeah, yeah. When you when you really like think about it, it's it's completely bizarre. Conan O'Brien once said, in the end, we're all gonna be just unvisited graves, which is kind of creepy when you think about it, but it's true. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. sadly quite true. And that's actually about my the job. most depressing yeah. thing I think I've ever heard now that you're saying it. Yeah, that's exactly right. I know. Like, it doesn't matter in the long run, like a thousand years from now, it's not going to matter if you died tomorrow or you live till 98. It doesn't really matter, but you want to just kind of stick around. 
I it, this just occurred to me. I'm I'm Portuguese. My family's from Fall River, as you know. It's pronounced the Guire. Aguiar is is the way they would say it out in uh, uh, out in Fall River. But my son is the last male Aguire in my family. I am too. I'm the last it's, of my last name. This kid is it. If he doesn't uh, get it done, we're done. So literally, the line is over. And I I've been thinking about that a lot too. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, I'm actually the last one, and I had two girls, so uh, I'm done with mine. And speaking of Fall River, on the 23rd, and this could actually be some type of show, guess where I'm going in Fall River with my three sisters? It's kind of a creepy type thing. You could probably come up with it. Think of like a kind of a haunted type. Oh, is Lizzie Borden there? <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, staying at Lizzie, Lizzie Borden's. Borden's. Right, okay. Yeah, we we I mean, we go out to the Cape and we come back into Connecticut. You know, we 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 hit the old Lizzie Borden house a couple of years ago. Yeah, I forgot. I think of the yeah. Portuguese much more than I think of her, but that's correct. Yes. Yeah. So I really don't back. know what it what it what is it. All I know is my sisters asked if I want to come. I know we're gonna go for drinks and stuff, but is it like her inn? What do you, is it? Where she lived? Yeah, it's the house. It's it. It, it is like an inn now. Um. Yeah, it's and they 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 just sell a lot of stuff, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I bought some so, golf balls. That's it said, uh, you know, for like the ultimate slice. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> do you, do you know anyone that's ever seen the light? Do I know anyone who's no? I don't. I don't think I do directly. I've I've listened to people who say that they've. I had a psychic reading. And my wife's dad passed, but he was a big fan of the radio station I eventually worked on. And we had a psychic reading. It was done over the phone. And we there was a list of names of the people that were going to be on the call. I jumped on at the last minute. So this person didn't know who I was, didn't even know I was, you know, didn't know whether I was a listener or if I worked there. And basically started communicating my my wife's past father uh like saying stuff to me and the idea that i was working at that radio station that he loved he thought that was hilarious um and then said a boy and a girl were coming and my wife and i have a, a son and a daughter wow. so yeah you know i it's it's weird i think the more i read the more i believe in energy you know there's so much dark matter in the universe and that that Dark matter has always been there. So technically, Todd, you and I have always existed in right. in time and space. So I, I, you know, could it be that your energy is going back to whatever spot in the the dark matter universe that you maybe maybe that's the thing? I do believe in energy. I don't know because I don't know what a spirit is, but I understand this all started because of energy. Right. Yeah. We're energy basically. Yeah. We're yeah. basically stardust. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. So my my father's friend, Peter McGonagall, used to tell me the story. We grew up in Weymouth on Whitman's Pond, which is just this, like, murky, disgusting pond. He said he got a pair of yellow, um, like, rain boots, and he went in the water to swim, and, like, it, it held him down. He sunk. And he says he remembers people diving in this beautiful water, trying to find him and you can't see anything on Whitman's pond. It's just all mud. And he swears that he was dead and he could see people and like, there's no way it was like a dream or anything. You know what I mean? He said he was definitely dead and he woke up on the operating table and I totally believe him. 
Um, that's just like the one person that I've ever heard tell a story like that. Yeah, you know, I I mean, my my thought is is you're dead, and then they shock you back to life. Yeah, and people that are shocked back to life see like the light. And I just, I can't help but wonder if that's not like, you know, a thousand cc's to your chest. And it's like, oh, the light was on and I walked yeah. into it. And, you know, I, I mean, the, the, the thing that sucks, Todd, is we can't ever really know. No. We can't really ever know because once you're dead, you're probably dead. And if you come back, people think you're crazy. Right. And you know what? There are like point counterpoint people. There'll be someone saying they saw the light on TV or something. And then there'll be like a doctor telling you that it's what you said. And I'm like, why is there someone really doing like a counter? Can't we just believe this? Why do they want to prove it wrong? At least for your own mindset. <laughs> yeah. I mean, right. Who cares? Let us believe that's that a, there's something. I mean, that's a crazy thing to be dead yeah. and to come back to life. I mean, right, exactly. People have died from like paper cuts and and taken aspirin. You know what I mean? Like if you're dead yeah. and then you get brought back to life, yeah, I'll leave that guy alone. And whatever he says, that's <laughs> fine. And that guy can eat ice cream every day for the rest yeah. of his life. And the other thing I always am amazed by with death is like, why are we okay knowing that okay, it's just gonna end? Like, why aren't scientists and stuff fighting every day to make it so we don't die or live to two hundred? The thought that we're okay that, that ha yeah, it's so yeah. weird that we're just fine with it. Well, you know, it's funny too. Like you, you read back, like, uh, you know, if you're into like the ancient Sumerians and, you know, apparently whatever the alien Kings were, they showed some of these guys ruled for like 120, 80,000 years or whatever. And, and we, we can see from like those, the first human Kings that people seemingly lived a really long time and then they started living a really short time for a really long time um to where like the average age was like 50 and yeah. then uh you know we're at like what 75 76 or whatever yeah. uh roughly yeah that's bothered me for a long time they've got they got time to do experiments on fruit flies why don't you work <laughs> on making a, you know what i mean let's get the fountain of youth thing going yeah, they say like in I think Japan it's like eighty two. It's 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 longer than us. Yeah, it's we're like at, yeah yeah yeah. And and the the, the woman always the women always have like two two years on the guys for some reason. They deserve you think, that. Yeah. Now they deserve we're gonna, that for the wage gap. Yeah. <laughs> we we're gonna do the Tupac and Biggie show once uh, Jedi's oh, back and stuff. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Oh, you like you like oh. that stuff. Yeah, oh, dude. I, I went to college in 1993, like right when yeah. the chronic dropped, and then the whole East Coast way, like, yeah, dude. Oh, I didn't know we were going there. I love it. I love it. Yeah, that. well, the, the reason I was saying that, other than those guys, is there anyone that you think could be alive? You know, I mean, I, I would obviously he would be dead now, but I've always wondered about whether Hitler got away to South America. I that seems I mean there's a I'm sure you know, you oh, know yeah. like Joe Rogan talks about there there's a large concentration of Germans in like the middle of Brazil. One could only guess. But yeah, you know, I was looking that up earlier and man, the Elvis thing's always been a good one. Yeah. I mean, because a lot of people look like Elvis. Right. Yeah. And and you know who they say was just so smart? I looked it up, he'd be 77 now. Jim Morrison. People said he could have definitely 
I mean, not on Lobo Live now, but people said if someone could have faked it, it could have been him. And he was one of those, you know, how old he was when he died? 27. Right? Yeah. 27 Club. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah 27. That's a show, too, the 27 Club. Oh, yes, sir. <laughs> how do you feel about people putting Amy Winehouse in that club? Were you all right with that? I know she's in the club, but what do you mean by putting her in the club? What What's true? I don't know. I mean, I know she's 27. Like, I don't know. Jim Morrison, Janis Joplin. Did you Did you feel like that just there wasn't much thought that way? Like Amy Winehouse. Oh, I think for someone like us, we probably wouldn't think of her in the same category, obviously. But I think a lot of people, I think she is big other places. We just gave know. her a pass. There she, a couple <laughs> of hits, that Attic song, got it. All yeah. right, fair yeah. enough. She's in. And I was looking up earlier um, when you mentioned you could die of a paper cut. This is one of those weird things. They said fleas have killed more. This is one of those stupid stats. Fleas have killed more people than all the wars combined just because of the bubonic plague. That was a good one. Yeah, they wiped us out pretty good there. You know, it's funny that you bring that up because I feel like the COVID thing, and I don't want to get into, I don't know, that could be a whole, a whole show yeah. as well. My belief is that COVID is the earth. Being like, get the fuck out. You mm -hmm. guys got to go. You've kind of worn out your welcome. 99.9% .9 of all species that have ever existed on Earth have already been wiped out. The Earth tends to churn it over. And yes. there is certainly the possibility of another ice age. Again, I, I, I wonder about you. Like, how well do they understand the Earth's core? What's to stop the Earth's core one day from just like, Boom! Just a I big know. underground, like the whole everything's just. We don't know that. Can you imagine if, like, something, like a giant, like plate, or I think we just found a moon on Saturn that for some reason has a giant, like, ridge canyon around the entire equator of it. They've never really? seen anything like that before. Yeah, is the thing just sort of imploding on itself? Could that happen to Earth? We really don't know. Could nothing to compare it to. I That's know. the other problem, right? There's nothing to compare this to because there's nothing else even close to it. Right, 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 right. This thing, I feel like this thing could blow up tomorrow and scientists would be like, oh, we didn't see that coming. There was no one. We're going <laughs> to test it against. We don't have a test model. Right, right, right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know what's strange? How many people just go through life without thinking of any of this? <laughs> You know, it's funny. I remember like in in uh, I would say probably each of the last two elections, but I think the Hillary Clinton Trump one. If you were like that, first of all, like remember that Ken Ham guy from the from the debate, the red sweater guy wasn't sure he was going to vote for. Like I thought to myself, eh, how do you not know at this point? You know what I mean? like, <laughs> yeah, right. Come on. I'm, really? I'm what still you, I'm, under a rock. Yeah. I'm so undecided. This will swing it for me. What? Have you ever watched a debate before? Yeah. That's not going to do it for you, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> so that's my thought. <laughs> it, it was funny because I, I think the worst thing I've ever done as a parent was let my daughter use a phone. Th that is something I'm having so much trouble getting away from her. But today she said, Dad, you know, a bunch of people have like, she's talking about reincarnation. She's like, I think this is my first life because I don't find a mark on me. So she saw that somewhere online. I mean, I know about that. Some people think a birthmark could be you were stabbed or something and you're reincarnated. That That's like, a, I don't know if it's, I think it's Buddhism or something. That's something that they look for. If you have a birthmark, it means you were killed in a last life. 
So she, I, she I definitely started TikTok or something. No. All right, good. Um, you know, it, it's funny. Um, to, just to sort of go on there for a minute, like, I guess whoever had the craziest, oldest ideas that people just sort of passed along. Yeah. Basically is right. Kind of what we're believing today. It's amazing how slowly like humans got off to a fast start. 11,000, 13,000 years ago, we started living communally 11,000 years ago, farming 9,000 years ago. The first wars began the first like mass world wars within 2000 years of forming cities. We were already killing each other to take each other shit. Like that was so <laughs> so quick, and we have like look where we are now. Like yeah. eight nine thousand years later, it's like still kind of doing that. Yeah. It's as good as it's gonna get. I don't. To, you know, here's the thing too. When look at you look at the animal kingdom, and again, you got to accept that we are animals. We're just mm -hmm. super friggin' smart animals. We've made about as much progress as lions have. I mean, they've been chasing prey for thousands of years now. Yeah. And we are kind of doing the same thing we've been doing from the beginning, which I find also fascinating. Like, um, you know, how? I mean, I know you're a beer guy, right? You yeah. know, long ago, I mean, beer was one of the first thing people invented. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, they've got Sumerian recipes like 8,000 years old on beer. And here's why. When we started cooking our food and you're standing around the fire, what do you need? Yeah. A yeah. beer. <laughs> We've literally since the beginning. It's like, hey, get me a beer. Let's cook this shit up. We'll uh, tell some stories and call it a night. We've been doing that since the beginning. How is there something that you drink and you act all silly? That to me is so, that's a strange thing too. Yeah, right? You would think the first time you tried that, you're like, oh, I poisoned not... this water. Right. <laughs> oh my God. Hey, I love you, dude. Yeah. Oh, so, so the thing about the reincarnation, my daughter obviously saw it on somewhere. But so if you're, if you're into Buddhism or whatever it is, you believe that you're going to be reborn. But then if, if you believe in another religion, you think it's something else. And if you believe in another religion, it doesn't make sense. It has to be all one or nothing. Well, you know, I've heard it said, and I think really this makes the most sense. They're, they can't all be right. Right. So it's more likely that they're actually all wrong. Um, and I, I, I kind of at this point in my life tend to believe that it's funny. I, I've also heard this. Christopher Hitchens said this once. He said, you're an atheist, too. You don't believe in Zeus. You don't maybe you don't believe in Allah. Right? You don't believe in Hanush. There's a lot of gods that you don't believe in. I just take mine one step further. I don't yeah. believe in yours either. <laughs> yeah, That's right. it. We're on yeah. the same. You're one away from me. Um, yeah. Something might have created this, some great energy or force. I don't think it's anything approximating like intelligence or or humanity in any sense of the word. Um you know, we're again, we're not anything special. And it's amazing again. Right. I mean, we're, they've been doing medicine now for uh, roughly forty two hundred years. Uh, we've been we've been doing surgeries and, and studying chemistry and medicine. And again, this is as far as we've gotten so in the grand scheme yeah. of things. It's not that far. Yeah. And then 
the other thing is, say we started in this world, say it was just dirt. People have turned stuff into medicine. <laughs> that to me blows my mind. So again, I I I read a really cool book, and I'm totally drawing a blank. So I'll add it uh, in in post edit because it's upstairs in my bathroom. Uh, right. But it's literally uh, about the start of humanity. And I'm constantly fascinated at the idea of like early modern humans, because I mean, if you've ever watched animal documentaries, like baboons are constantly being eaten by lions and hyenas and cheetahs and tigers and lynxes. And I mean, there's no shortage, you know, dingoes and wild dogs. Yeah. There was a point they say where Homo sapiens were down to about 3,000 on the entire wow. planet before they were like, we got to get off the Serengeti here. This is not where yeah. we want to be. And that's when they started the expansion into Asia and then eventually into Europe. And that's kind of what sprung humanity. But it was it was precarious for a while. Yeah. Um, you wouldn't really think hyenas are so ferocious, but those things can take down a lion if you have like a pack of them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they scare the crap out. I hate hyenas. That's like my <laughs> least favorite animal, honestly. I'm a big lion fan. But again, it's like you, you know, I, I, I was reading um, basically they discarded foods. And as people started living in more camp like settings and they were throwing scraps away and seeds, stuff started growing in the compost. Yeah. And somebody was like, oh, hey, wait a minute. If we plant the seeds after we eat this stuff, we can make more of it. Like, who figured that out? I know. It's like unreal. Like, ancient yeah. human was, like, looking at that and was like, yeah. never believe what I just saw today. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? And, like, slowly but surely, you know, just we, we talk about the domestication of animals. It was a great achievement for humanity. It also introduced a lot of disease, a lot of diseases that we still deal with today. Having livestock that close to the food and water supply was a horrible idea and has caused lots of lots of issues and and changed our dna again just fascinating well who figured that stuff out i know actually i just remember this when you were talking about just the animal kingdom i was watching a nature show and there was a giraffe dead on the ground it was just died of whatever and these giraffes kept coming from all over just to kind of pay its respects and they somehow communicate to each other that somehow there was a dead giraffe and how do they do that i mean I've it's seen, crazy i've seen elephants and i've also seen lions when a comrade dies go over and kind of tap yeah. tap the head or take the trunk and and yeah animals can sense death uh, i actually have there's a couple of lion prides that yeah. uh there was one that had like a 12-year run uh in kenya their longest the longest recorded run ever was these these four brothers um and uh yeah i mean dude watching these things i don't know like it's 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 just life and death is it's insane and it it, it plays out every day and and again like still in africa on like in its its most rarest form you see basically what this all started like. And the, the craziest thing, again, of what the I mean, there's no regard for human life amongst most humans. And I and I think that's the that's the yeah. most upsetting part. Right. So to kind of get off this, what do you think about the whole Brian Laundry? Do you think he's dead or I don't know <laughs> when you when you kill yourself, they, they usually find a body. Yeah, right. 
So, yeah. Do you do you know who Samuel Israel the third? No, he was he was an American hedge fund manager. He built his clients out of three hundred million dollars. God, he actually created a fake dummy accounting firm to audit his firm. So that the audit would tell it, hey, this guy's got plenty of dough. Everything's fine. I mean, he literally made up a company to audit his company yeah. and tell his, yeah, $300 million. The feds uh, or, or the, the, uh, the futures and commodity commission starts moving in. This guy, uh, this guy ends up, uh, they find his car at Bear Mountain Bridge. And uh, right. yeah, he's written in dust on the hood. Suicide is painless. He wrote that in the hood? Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah. dude, if you're gonna kill yourself, you're not doing that. Like that's yeah, that's yeah, what a guy right. who fakes his suicide. Yeah, and of course, uh, they figured it out. His girlfriend got arrested for aiding a betting. Oh, of course. Yeah, uh, and and he got busted. But I tell you, I I have twice in my life thought about faking my own death, and I <laughs> I've always wondered I've always wondered if I could pull that off. I don't know about you. The whole Brian Launder thing, everyone is going crazy about his parents. But, I mean, think about if your child came to you. I know the right thing to I do is to turn them my, in. I just told my five-year-old son today, if he ever does anything wrong, I got his back. Yeah, right. Yeah. We'd be in Mexico tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, the families, they know he did it. They're not going to turn him in. Yeah, right. I wouldn't exactly. expect them to. Uh, the last thing about this morbid subject, we, we were just going to be talking. We kind of were like, let's just do this show. Have you ever seen like, anyone, for instance, the closest I've ever seen, the closest I've been to see someone getting severely hurt or killed, I was at a Red Sox game. I was, I was in the first baseline. There was two old people sitting in front of me that got up to go get a drink or something. Someone hit a foul ball. I can't believe people aren't dying every game. The speed that thing hit the chair in front of me was unreal. I think it's still one person has died in the history of Major League Baseball from a foul ball. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I was actually uh, – I, I know you're a Yankee fan too, but you live in Massachusetts. The the story of yeah. the, the Jim Rice foul ball oh, where yeah. uh, he picks up the late – and he runs uh, with the blood all over his uniform. One of the, one of the great sights uh, in pictures yeah. in, in Major League history that's not game-related, you know? Uh, and I think maybe one of the reasons as a Yankee fan, I've always had a soft spot for Jim Rice. That was, was right. a pretty amazing thing he did. And you're right. You know, it's funny how many people were bet about putting up those nets. Like I this know. net designed to save you from catching a 120 mile foul ball in the face. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can't see as good. <laughs> yeah. You can see fine. Don't you want to leave with two eyes? That, yeah, that happened uh, probably about 10 years ago in an NHL hockey game. Girl got hit in the head with a puck. She was, like, walking around after, and, like, that night she died when she went to bed, and now they have extra netting and stuff. Dude, a puck to the head. That just I sounds... know. Yikes. Yeah. Yikes. But yeah, I, yeah. It, it's, a, it's a miracle people don't get hurt more, though, in the stands. Oh, well, I think uh, maybe just a couple weeks ago, I think uh, another guy fell off the upper deck somewhere. I think I saw oh. that again recently. Well, no, that it's actually a lot of people falling off the facade. No, I just saw that. I think a week ago, a uh, mother and a child both died. Yeah. I think it was San yeah. Francisco or something. It was right before the game or something crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that is crazy. <laughs> and you're right. You're right. My biggest fear 
in life, and I freak out every time I have to go in an elevator, is that the because I don't want to die that way. You know when the elevator oh, just yeah, and you yeah. just and then it oh there's yeah. all the no I don't want that sliced in half or something yeah I don't want to be like stuck in a box at terminal velocity you know what I mean like that seems yeah. like a terrible I feel like a painful terrible crushingly oh, and then maybe you're not even all quite dead yet you're just like a jelly bowl still <laughs> yeah. alive oh. Now, Seamus and I are huge Howard Stern fans. I've kind of been out of it for five or six years now. But I guess Howard's kind of, uh, he talks a lot about, he's a big, like, he's, he's worried about COVID, like most of the world. So I guess he talks about that a lot. And I noticed on the Facebook page today, people, people are like, I can't stand Howard anymore. And people are fighting. And every person, this is just how the world is now. Every person that's pro Howard now, you go in their profiles and they all have like the I'm vaccinated avatar and all people who don't like Howard anymore. You go on the page and it's like Trump, yeah. Trump. It, it's <laughs> it's like everyone is so divided. It's unreal. <laughs> you know what I you know what I cannot get over is this idea. And this isn't necessarily a shot at, at Trump people, but. You shouldn't idolize anybody who's not your dad, okay? You should not hold any human being up to a higher standard than any other one. That's that's my thought on that. If you believe in any politician in either party or independence or whatever, you're you're a fool and a sucker. There's not a group of people working behind the scenes to make sure that everything's going great for you. There's not, trust me, <laughs> no, really? not in either party. They're not out there doing that. They're not losing sleep over you. Even if they say they are. No matter who was president, my life would never change like one iota. <laughs> I told my wife that when she freaked out when Trump was in it, office, I'm like, dude, we're yeah. white. We're in the burbs. This is going to be, it's going to be <laughs> wild, but it's not going to hurt us. And it didn't. I know. Everything's going to be fine. You know, I'm empathetic. I understand. I mean, I, you yeah. know, we've talked, I moved a little, a little more center left because of the ridiculousness with the way all that worked out. But yeah, at the end of the day, I don't believe in, I don't believe in anybody. I only believe in me. Yeah. That's the only person you can control. That's it. One guy, just me. That's who I'll count on. All right, so I think that about does it. Check us out on social media to Conspiracies Beyond, Clovercrest Media. Uh, and I think that about does it. We'll probably get together this weekend, do a show for the next week. Like I said, we just kind of threw this together. And Got Jedi, some really we... cool stuff coming up. Super excited for it. Yeah, Jedi, we love you. We hope everything's okay. Hopefully we'll see you in a week or two. We will see you next week. Conspiracies and Beyond.